it can be really fun. But the point is, when you know what you're doing, stock trading can be very lucrative. But is it worth it? What if I told you that you could live the life of your dreams? What if I told you that you learn a lot in high school and some of it's helpful, but none of it really prepares you for the real world? Where do you learn how to start your own business, how to pick a career, how to grow and excel by doing what you love and not what you were told, how to pay taxes and invest, who teaches you how to win with your money and live your best life in the process? I do. You're listening to Mia Reveals. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show that is committed to helping you win with your money and live your best life in the process. So I decided that I'm going to do something different. This podcast is still fairly new for me. And for the people who know me, I like structure. (laughs) I do. I just... I do. I like to have a plan. And I think that what I would like to do is focus on a topic and really just dive into it over the course of a month or a few weeks or however long it takes to really make it clear. I don't like to rush things, but I also don't want to make these episodes too long. That being the case, let's hop right into what the next few episodes are going to be covering. We recently talked about stock splits after Amazon's big announcement. I discussed what they were, just really defined stock splits and their purpose. I wanted you guys to understand what was happening before you were pressured by the internet bullies to invest in Amazon. If you missed that episode, you should go check it out. But over the next few episodes, we're just going to talk more about investing. We're going to learn about all kinds of investments, and we're going to start with investing in the stock market. And if this is a topic that you are interested in learning more about, like really understanding what it is and how to do it, then go ahead and mark your calendars, subscribe, whatever it is that you do. But every Tuesday morning, a new episode will publish. Now, in my old intro, I made it perfectly clear that while I love podcasting and YouTubing and all that, it is not my day job. I work a full-time job and I am everything to everyone in this house. So I can't promise that something won't come up once upon a someday, but if ever I am unable to plan ahead, I will for sure notify you guys on Instagram. So go follow me at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT, not just for pod notifications, but for everyday financial guidance. Now let's get into it. So we already talked about stock splits, but today's episode will officially be the start of this investing saga, and I want to start at the beginning. Today, we will be answering the questions, how does the stock market work, and how do you make money in the stock markets? Don't worry, it doesn't matter your understanding, whether you're a novice or an expert. I think you'll enjoy this episode either way, so stay tuned. How does the stock market work? Well, let's say you're a small business owner. Typically, when you're a small business owner, you are also the sole investor in your business, meaning you're putting up all the capital, it's your money you're putting into getting it off the ground, it's your money that you are investing back into the business to help it grow. Now, sometimes you have a partner that you split the cost with or you have someone that believes in you that's willing to put some money down to help you get started. Now, we talk about Amazon, right? And a lot of you may know that Jeff Bezos started Amazon in his garage, but did you know that he had a huge leg up in getting started? His parents actually invested $250,000 in the startup of Amazon. 
I gotta go off topic real quick. I can't help it because I don't know who needs to hear this, but please, 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 please stop judging your success. Stop comparing your progress to someone else's. Stop listening to the naysayers because you never know. You have no idea how far you could go if you just focus on achieving your goals. Doing what you can with what you have. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes of anyone else's journey. In this case, they may have had $250,000 in seed money, whereas you only have $250, period. You just stay focused on what you're doing, what makes you happy, and you won't have the time or energy to pay attention to anyone else, okay? But getting back on track, I just had to say that. Most times, it is resources of the small business owner that gets it off the ground. And after the business has experienced significant growth, more capital may be needed to help it reach its... Um, full potential. That's where venture capitalists come in. Venture capitalists are just normal, everyday people, sometimes they're even businesses, who invest in small businesses they believe have the potential to grow and succeed. Now, I've mentioned this on Instagram and YouTube, actually. Investing in the stock market is not the only investment method that I stand behind. I don't want to jump ahead. I'm trying so hard to stay on topic here, guys. The good news is all of this actually has a lot to do with how the stock market works. Like VCs, venture capitalists, are private investors. Now remember that because after a small business has either proven their growth capabilities or just simply convinced a host of VCs to invest in them, when they essentially fundraise enough money and meet a slew of other qualifications, then they can go public, meaning that they are no longer private companies relying on private investors. They are now on the public market where virtually anybody could purchase shares of that business and invest in its growth. Now we're going to start to merge how the stock market works into how it makes people money. The method most people are familiar with is just simple stock trading. And the idea is for you to invest in a company that you believe will make you money. Venture capitalists invest in private companies that they think will make them money. Uh, Gary Vee. Who knows Gary Vee? You may not know Gary Vee, but I'm sure that you are familiar with Uber. Now, all you need to know right now is Gary Vee is a multimillionaire who had the opportunity to invest seed money in Uber. And to this day, he regrets it because the $30,000 that he would have invested in Uber would have been worth $300 million just a few years later. So theoretically, talking to you now as the potential investor or the stock trader, when you decide to purchase stock in a company, you invest in that company's growth. You are now part owner of both the company, you are part owner of their expenses, you are part owner of their profits. But hear this clearly, when you bought that stock, unless you're getting it directly from the company's inventory, which depending on the circumstances may not be the best thing. But other than that, you bought it from someone who was selling the stock. Now they once sat where you are, buying shares in a company at one price to sell it at a higher price. They are more than likely selling it to you at a gain, walking away from the deal having made money on the transaction with you because the company's value has increased since they first made the purchase. Now you are buying those shares, hoping that the company continues to increase so that one day you can sell it for a profit to someone else who is hoping one day to also make a profit. No one buys stock in a company hoping that it goes down in value unless they want to lose money, but that's not what we're talking about. But I will caveat to this, stock trading, that round and round cycle of buyers and sellers is exactly why you should absolutely not, not 
not take advice from everyone that you see on social media telling you to make specific investments. Not only is that kind of illegal for you, I mean for them, not for you. That's why most of them have those little disclaimers saying don't sue me if you lose money. But anyway, a lot of videos and posts that I see are titled, these are the companies I invest in or how I made XYZ amount of dollars after investing in ABC companies. In order to sell stock, you have to have a buyer. If the whole process works by buying stocks at one price and hoping that at some point in the future, somebody else is going to want to buy that stock from you at a higher price, don't you think you would be encouraging people to buy more of that stock too? Especially if the more people that want it means that the price of that stock will get even higher. Take Elon Musk, for example. He tweeted, I kind of love Etsy one day. And the next thing you know, Etsy share prices increased by 9%. So, I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> Theoretically, when you think about it, for all of those investing experts, and I say that with air quotes, investing experts, to tell you what to invest in because they invested in it. Because if you listen to them and you go buy that stock and increase the price of their investment, then they just won. So, not saying that it doesn't work, just saying that you don't want to be the one stuck with the worthless stock because that is what happens when you purchase shares in a company and then the price drops or stalls. What do you do then? Because 9 out of 10, you didn't buy that stock because you know the price to equity ratio or whether it's got good liquidity measures. Nope, because you probably don't even know what I just said. Might as well have been speaking a foreign language. So because you don't know anything about the company you invested in or anything about the market, you won't know when to sell or if you should hold. You won't know if you should expect an eventual increase or if you should just get out as soon as possible before the prices plummet even further. All you know is some knucklehead told you to invest in something and you'd be a millionaire, so you did. Please don't do that. I've said it before and I will say it again. Playing in the stock market, if you don't know what you are doing, is like playing at the casino or playing the lottery. You really don't know what will happen. Unlike being a private investor for a private company, more than just the value of the company affects stock prices of public companies. Take the Etsy example. Before Etsy went public, it was the growth strategy that made those initial investors money. Now that it's on the market, apparently, if the right person gets on social media and says something about it, the price of this stock could dramatically increase or dramatically decrease. It could go either way. So if you don't know what you're doing, but you want to invest in the individual stocks of a company, then only invest what you can afford to lose. If you can't afford to lose money on lottery tickets, then you should be just as cautious making random investments. Now, I'm about to share with you guys some additional methods that I take to make money on the stock market, but I just thought of something really quick, and I really didn't want to talk about crypto in this episode. I may discuss it in the next one, but I do want to make this one point while we're on this subject because I see this a lot with investing, especially with all of these coins that keep popping up. If someone says to you, if you had invested $5,000 in Amazon in 2015, it would be worth over $10 million right now. Your response should be, and, just like that. You say it just like that, and, because, I mean, this is actually a true statement. As of December last year, if you had invested $5,000 in Amazon, it would be worth over $10 million. But that number is not a reason to run out and buy stock in Amazon. 
if someone tells you that a $100 investment in Bitcoin 11 years ago would be worth $8 billion today, that is not a reason to go buy Bitcoin. Why? Because that is historical data. It's irrelevant. It does not mean that you will experience the same outcome if you make that investment today. How do I know? Well, for starters, if you had invested $1,000 in Bitcoin at the beginning of January this year, it wasn't even worth $800 at the end of the month. If you had invested $1,000 in Dogecoin on November 8th, 2021, when the market closed on March 26th of this year, you guys, this is actual research that I did. When the market closed on March 26th of this year, just last week, your $1,000 investment was only worth $466. So see, if I wanted to manipulate your investing decision, then I know how to find the relevant dates and price points to do it too. Now, moving away from crypto, like I said, I think I'll probably dig into that at a later date. I just wanted to emphasize that people will tell you what you want to hear when it comes to their very biased investing advice, which is why if you are serious about building a portfolio of individual investments in either stocks or bonds, you should contact an actual investment advisor that is licensed with the SEC and will be held liable if they advise you negligibly negligibly <laughs> that will advise you negligibly or not in your best interest if they don't advise you in your best interest then they will help live they will be held liable so that's who you need to go with versus listening to random social media advisors but i will tell you this when i look into a company when i'm conducting research for people who want to know if a certain stock is worth the investment then i do definitely consider the historical returns but get this I'm not just looking for the positives. I'm not going to come back and say, yeah, from this date to this date, if you had invested, you would have earned this much. Because again, that information does not mean if they make the same investment that the same will happen for them. It doesn't tell them whether or not they'd be making a good investment. No, I look at the overall picture, data inclusive of five-year returns and 10-year returns. I'm looking for trends. I'm looking at the financial statements. I collect all kinds of ratios, price to earning, debt to equity, current ratios, the earnings per share. I look at the return on equity. If the company beta is in line with the industry beta, it's the whole thing and it can be really fun. But the point is, when you know what you're doing, stock trading can be very lucrative. But is it worth it? Especially when you talk about day trading, which is a whole nother beast. I'm telling you now, I know what I'm doing. And for me, and I'm just speaking from my perspective, I don't like to put my perspective on other people, but I will tell you from my viewpoint, it's not worth it. There are so many other ways to make good money to build wealth on the stock market and individual stock trading is just not worth it. It's a time consuming venture. The market is just so uncertain. Even if you do everything right, you still can't time or predict the market. I just have better things to do with my time, which is why I take a different approach. Investing is supposed to be a long-term experience. Even stock trading was meant to be long-term, to be honest, but it's been turned into this whole get rich quick thing where people aren't looking to hold on to stocks for a long period of time. They want a quick profit now. Otherwise, investing, real investing, would be pushed just as heavily. I am perfectly okay with investing in index funds and building that passive income over time while working on other lucrative investments that, are, that, that work for me. Index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, those investment vehicles allow you to invest in several companies instead of just one 
which diversifies your portfolio without you having to sit and pick and choose, you know? Take Dow Jones. It's an index fund that invests in 30 prominent companies. The beauty of diversification is if 10 of those companies lose value, which makes it seem like you're losing money, but the other 20 experience an increase in share value, then the gain on the 20 will offset the loss from the other 10. But if you only hold one or two cryptocurrencies or only invested in two or three companies, you are going to feel that loss. All of it. Now, how index funds work is you invest money. It can be a lump sum or a set amount every month and you just leave it. You let it earn returns without having to check back on it like you do with stock trading. You're not looking to buy and sell when it comes to index funds. You pick one or a few with goals that align with your own and that's it. There's no extensive knowledge or constant monitoring involved. I have a few YouTube videos that break it down even more and I'm working on a few that will publish at some point or another. But that same money that you're wasting stock trading in the market, if you don't know what you're doing, you can take it and invest in a private business. It could be your own business if you believe that you could turn it into something or you could invest in someone else's business. Sit back and become a rich venture capitalist flipping your money by investing in small businesses with big growth potential. You guys, I could seriously talk about this all day, but I'm a little afraid that I've gone kind of long this episode, so I'm going to cut it right here. Yeah, I'm going to stop here and pick up where I left off next episode. Make sure you tune in next week, and if you want me to look into a particular company or currency, if you have any questions, you know where to reach me. You can go find me on Instagram, at Mia underscore reveals underscore YT. Drop your questions or anything you want me to include while we are talking about investing. Find my blog and latest YouTube release on my website, MiaReveals.com, or you could go directly to my YouTube channel. You guessed it, Mia Reveals. Until the next time.